I'm Joe. Nice to meet you, brother. I love watching you grow up. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Touchdown! Is this the And Fernando Tatis Jr. A grand slam. Iguodala. It's funny to hear female talk about routes like. It's funny. Hello and welcome to From the Backseat. I am your host, Ethan Haas, and I am joined today by my co-host. What up, guys? It's Clark again. If you noticed, I shaved in America's worst mustache in the hopes it would help the Padres win today. And guess what? They lost again, so it didn't matter. But I'm still here for you as always. Don't worry. Uh, so we have a very special guest today. We have at Sweet Annie OD on TikTok. Uh, her name's just Annie. But we are so happy to have her on. Thank you for coming on, Annie. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I know. We're uh, stoked to have you. Of course. But before we get into it, uh, Annie, you'll probably get a kicked out of this. I just got to poke Clark a little bit. Clark, how are you feeling about that you feel like the Padres aren't making the playoffs? Anymore? Yeah, you know, I actually will go on officially on record <laughs> on it at this point. Um, I think I, I said it yesterday. Um, I'll keep this very short. I think the Padres, with Eric Hosmer as their supposed leader, lack any sort of backbone. This team is so soft. I think it shrivels in the first phase of adversity. Um, I will go on record again today saying I think they will miss the playoffs. They have fooled me again. Um, congratulations, Padres. You have absolutely shattered me once again. I hope you're happy. But I'll be back next year, and I'll still continue to watch this year, so don't worry. You have my money, Peter Seidler. So that's a that's a great segue, and I just had to ask Clark about this because the Padres lost again. And in our group chat, I got – Clark texting me, season's over, we're done, we're missing the playoffs. So, <laughs> Annie, how does it feel to be stranded by a bunch of Padres fans in San Diego as a Dodger fan? Uh, <laughs> it, it's nothing I'm not used to, especially growing up, uh, being a Dodgers fan amidst, you know, Tony Gwynn and Trevor Hoffman, which honestly, the utmost, I'm a baseball fan first and foremost, so I have the utmost mm -hmm. respect for, you know, the game's best, but definitely was a head scratcher uh you know in elementary school had to fight a lot of you know a lot of chirping at a young age but uh and a lot of wire you know I'm kind of all over the place with all my sports so that's something I'm not used and you know I'm pretty I'm used to at this point but and I not not in this is I I mean this with the most respect no, I promise it. but listen like it feels like which I'm all for Southern California baseball being as competitive as possible. I think rivalries make things more fun. So the Padres really not being in the postseason since, what was it, 2006 was the last well, time? Well, if you count the 2020 season. Well, we do count the 2020 season. Yes, it's, I it's know legit over season. there. We, we're not, we're going to get into that debate already. <laughs> but, uh, but no, really, the fact that like, you know, the Padres have really built up this insane farm system, you know, gotten out and gotten these big name, big names, big free agents, you know, obviously notching Manny Machado to that huge contract. You got mm -hmm. one of the most exciting players in baseball, Fernando Tatis Jr. is unfortunately hasn't seen the field this year, but you know, it's made things more exciting. And I feel like it's really bringing to light how much Padres fans hate the Dodgers. Like I, yeah. I've always known like that, you know, there's that division rivalry there, but for the Dodgers yeah. fans, it's always going to be the giants that are the main rival. And that's just history. That's going back to New York. Like that's, that's as deep Fair as enough. it gets, you know, I, you know, a lot of Dodgers fans like to say that, you know, the Padres will never be a rival. And I, I disagree with that. I, especially in 2020, I thought it was so fun just, you know, obviously having the playoff series, the back and forth there. And, you know, it's 
I, that's one of my favorite things about sports is, you know, the chirp and the rivalries, you know, that the splitting series sometimes like it just, it, it adds to it. So I, I'm not like the usual Dodgers fans that are so like looked down upon the Padres. Mm. I mean, granted if, 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 you know, if Padres step out of line, sometimes you got to remind them where they stand yeah. a few times here and there. But other than that, listen, I, I think it's all, it's all good. Obviously a beautiful ballpark in Petco park. It's so fun to go down there. Um, and I do love those city connect jerseys. I've got to say, I think. Do you actually, do you really oh, do? Yeah. Or is that oh, a yeah. joke? Okay, good. I, I'm well, glad. I, I'm all for create. I collect like nineties vintage sports stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm all for the big loud colors. I'm all for sports teams getting like crazy with their colors. Whereas the Dodgers ones last year were so boring. Like it, they look nice with the blue, mm-hmm. but they could have done. Oh, there was so much more that could be done. I, I I was expecting something like you know like the White Sox had which love love the South yeah, side those are clean but I don't know I feel like when you have you know an illustrious kind of like a right uh, not a rival excuse me a franchise that has such a clean you know you got the Dodger white and blue you got the New York mm-hmm. Yankees pinstripes that people really aren't willing to experiment and get creative enough because you know there's so many purist sports fans that are like no don't fix what's not broken like don't Mm -hmm. don't mess with this but you know the Padres you have that luxury to kind of have some fun with it so no I really do love those yeah for sure let me let me ask you this too just because I know obviously I've seen some of the content with the vintage jerseys and stuff of all of them that you have or own is there one that really stands out that you enjoy that like I'm like I love this one that this needs to be worn as almost the main jersey at all times Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, which sport? Let's go. We'll go with hockey. We'll go with hockey okay. since you're a hockey gal. Okay. Um, I'll exclude uh, the Mighty Duck. Uh, okay. I'll exclude the Mighty Ducks logo because that's an obvious one. Um, the Buffalo Sabres have this okay. goat head. Um, because currently their colors are blue and yellow and white. They in the mm-hmm. '90s they were black, red, white, and silver, and they had actually I have it right here. Let me grab it. Oh, just handy for. Oh wow, you really have prepared. a rack of jerseys right here. <laughs> no that one's oh, that, that is, is a great, great one. one that is i love that logo and it's so slept on like i just i think it's beautiful so they should bring that back i yeah. have probably like seven pieces with that logo on it but as you should just, yeah well the 90s i just feel like a lot of nhl teams specifically just got so creative with mm-hmm. their jerseys you had the ducks you had the sharks that had the you know the pop of teal in there it was that mm-hmm point of time where if obviously every kid had the charlotte hornets like starter jacket the yes. quarter zip type thing yeah. like it was just it was so in tune with fashion back then where i mm-hmm. that's why uh, i don't know it's an era that i particularly like let me ask you did you do you have the islanders like fishman one where it's like the fisherman dude on the boat i don't have the jersey i've got hat i've got uh i think a shirt with it but no a jersey you're gonna be paying like a grand for one of those things yeah those are actually oh really really? yeah Yeah, it's there's one currently sitting in my closet uh my uncle my uncle is from long island and he's an absolute huge islanders fan and he has Mm -hmm. one of those jerseys and i went to a ducks islanders game like back in february and he gave it to me i've worn it a couple times now and i actually went home with it so it's currently sitting in my closet he hasn't asked for it back yet. Yes. Yeah, well, no, he just said to take care of it. I didn't realize it was worth a lot yeah, of money. Now I feel like money that thing's worth these days. Yeah. I didn't realize that. 
Um, if, it's like, so, if it's like a starter one, yeah, like a CCM or starter jersey, those mm-hmm. can range for like upwards near a thousand dollars. Not really? even kidding. I will ask crazy. If you don't want to go. That or if you're well, how many? Go ahead and sell it. Sorry. Well, it's no, funny. it's it's. it's Oh, sorry, I was saying it's funny because like back in the 90s, that logo was so hated on and people thought it was the ugliest thing. And it's just aged so well. It's like the Star Wars prequels. Like it's mm-hmm. just like exactly. as people get older, like they just start to appreciate it. and they're like, you know, as much shit as we gave this, it's actually pretty cool. So yeah, I feel like that goes for just about almost every it's like the almost a sense of like everything that's old is new again. Like everything that was hated upon totally. once just like earns its garnership over the years and everyone wants it back. So right. So let me ask you, how many jerseys do you think you have? Um, oh God. Um, let me see. I'm not going to count them. Um, if you just had to get, I mean, the fact that you have to give it this much thought, I can tell you, I own like five. uh, Yeah. Well, here's the thing. A big part of it is, um, you know, just being from a huge sports family, like you just collect them over the years and it's something that's always in the house and you inherit a lot of them. But so not all of these I've spent my own money on. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if it's like close to 50. Wow. And they're not all different. Like I would say a good chunk are Dodgers ones just because like growing up, like you gotta get a new one every year. Had to get a new one. Had to like literally Nomar Garcia Parra signed with the Dodgers back in 2005. And the first thing I asked, I was like, I want a Nomar Jersey and that I have it. I still have have it. it. (laughs) That's fun. That's cool. So let's move a little bit on to now, now your TikTok journey into how you got into your content. So obviously we see the Jersey Hall videos all the time. You are always talking about getting retro jerseys. So how did you start on TikTok? How did I start on TikTok? I'm thinking back to 2019 specifically, where I launched, I started my podcast, uh, my sports podcast for the first time. And it was- Plug it. OD on sports on any kind of streaming platform. Uh, I'll take the free plug. Why not? And then of course, you know, things are going really great. And you know, I'm like, I've got plans. 2020 is going to be the year that I grow this, that I launch all these checklists. And of course the inevitable COVID hits yeah. in March. And I was like, well, well, uh, we got to rethink here. Cause no sports going on. So mm-hmm. what the hell am I going to talk about? When of course, you know, luckily there was a lot to talk about. Like with the NFL draft, there was, you know, M- you know, MLB, the strike happening between, you mm-hmm. know, Manfred and the players. So there was actually a lot going on, even if there were no games. But yeah. obviously being bored, stuck inside, I was living in New York City at the time. I started messing around on TikTok, was scrolling. And at first it was kind of like just fun, weird, like videos with me and my roommate. But I said, well, what if I started posting sports ones? Like, mm-hmm. let's just see what happens. So I started, I was just like, you know, I would do it. They wouldn't really do well. I was like, these are great. What the hell? People have no taste. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> literally like, <laughs> it's funny enough. The first video that really took off was the Dodgers Astros, uh, Joe Kelly and Carlos Correa situation. Mm. So there was oh, this okay. trending sound and I had actually just gotten home in time to watch that interaction. So I didn't watch the rest of the game. I had a family thing or something. I can't remember. And I was like, there was a trending sound on TikTok at the time. And I just thought, oh, that works. So mm-hmm. I literally whipped it together in maybe three minutes, put it out into the universe and it blew up. Like just, like it's got like 
275,000 views there. Of course, majority of them, like, saying that Carlos Correa would beat up Joe Kelly. I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Guy who broke his rib while getting a massage. Yeah, let's. <laughs> hey, he's a tough. Hey, massages are tough sometimes. Massages are tough. <laughs> hey, ask Deshaun Watson about massage. No, no, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, good God. Do we even know if he's going to play this year yet? I hope I, he does. Uh, we I hope he never sees the field ever. again. I hope yeah, he he's either. awful. Oh, how the Browns would be? I mean, you already traded away Baker Mayfield. If this guy gets suspended for the year, what? Who's your? Backup? It's okay. They have Jacoby Brissett, and yeah, be, right. Yeah. that's right. They have. Yeah. You no, know, they got yeah. it figured out. But um, yeah. So from there, I was like, okay, I, th- I think we're on to something here. And I just started just making all sorts of content, and uh, mostly around baseball. I noticed baseball was the one that was really catching mm-hmm. speed because at the time it was you know hockey wasn't really going on but mm-hmm. yeah. it was the return to play so i would occasionally like throw out some hockey content but it was baseball that was really taking off and mm-hmm. really built up a good following during that 2020 uh 2020 postseason in texas in the bubble in texas just mm-hmm. yeah constantly i had nothing else to do so yeah. i was you know collecting unemployment and making content which uh <laughs> Way to do what it. What a life. It's hard yeah. to believe that was my life two yeah. years ago. <laughs> While being stuck in a small, uh, basically a one-bedroom apartment in New York City, sharing it with another person. But, uh, and it's fun to kind of see, like, how content evolves. Like, some of the things, like, obviously you want to do, like, some of the trending stuff. But then, you know, my favorite things to do are, you know, my own content. And, like, yeah. where I'm actually yeah. speaking and, like, engaging in the conversation, providing analysis. Because that's really what mm-hmm. gets me going but i also love like the fun side of it like i love thinking of movie scenes that relate to situations in sports mm-hmm. which is perfect for tiktok so yeah that's really that's really how i've got you know that's been my tiktok journey for the most part and it's still an ongoing journey kind of figuring out what content i want to do what content i don't want to do i feel like that's life as you know content creators as you know people in the sports media space like you guys there you just for kind sure. of it's a figuring it out as you go kind of thing. You're like, all right, I like this aspect. I don't like this. Like what fits now what I want to do. So yeah, that's uh, pretty much, that's been it so far. It's been a, a wild ride. So now then my next- into bol- oh. No, go ahead, Ethan, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, hey, uh, my next question is really, what's, what's a video, because Clark and I have had plenty of these, where we post something. Mind you, we haven't been at this very long. It's been like a month and a half for us, but we post something. Yeah. yeah, we post something that we think is going to hit. We think is such a good video. And then it just crashes and burns. Yeah. What What's your <laughs> video that like, you feel like that should have been that should have been my smash hit that like would have oh, advertised a, me, but that just that's flopped. A, that's a good question. I've got a few of them. Uh, I'd have to look through but um, I think there's a few baseball ones I thought would do really well that absolutely crashed a few. I mean, I'm a Ducks fan, so when I make, like, Ducks content that I think is really good, like, mm-hmm. they're just not – they're not amongst the most popular teams. They're also still a rebuilding team, so they're not, yeah. you know, in yeah. the media conversation as much as far as, you know, competitiveness because, of course. So that's – you know, those ones are the ones where I'm like, uh, yo, like, great content. It fits the team perfectly, but just not the right – not the right team. If it, was, mm-hmm. if it was the Toronto Maple Leafs, if it was the Chicago Blackhawks, it would – just be – Skyrocket, but it's not. And, you know, kind of is what it is. But 
it's, that happens all the time though so you think something's gonna do you're like oh like it's it's even worse when you put so much effort into it and thought and you're like okay green screen okay this that like editing everything and then it's just like 2000 views you're like okay that's right you know and yeah. that's why like and i know we we're talking about it before we started it's just that's the thing with tiktok is you can't get too wrapped up with you know views and things like that i know it's mm -hmm. important but sometimes like the best it's just important to like put content out there that you like and you want to see because the right people are going to find it's going to end up on the right people's for you page like you never know who's going to come across like i posted a video and oh i guess this is one but it ended up something good so i made a video i don't know if you remember uh last season when this i don't claim them but Do this dodgers fan group pantone 294 i don't know if you've ever seen them on like twitter or anything they're this traveling dodgers fan group i they're not, i'm not a fan there's a couple uh, out there i don't i can't recognize the name though but yeah this yeah, is yeah. the big one they're they're like kind of culty a little bit okay interesting so always good they paid for this billboard outside fenway park that said hey uh dear boston and red sox fans thank you for mookie bets uh sincerely dodger fans and pantone 294 and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, really? And I just thought it was so stupid. Like I said, you wasted your money on that. Really? No. Like the huge waste. The Do like, the Do like the Dodgers just won the world series and Mookie signs that monstrous extension. And you're thinking about Red Sox fans. Like really a world yeah. series that literally the Dodgers had no chance in the second they got in against that Boston team. So I don't know why there's any pettiness there. But I made this video about it. It only got like 3,000 views. Uh, a lot of hate from Dodgers fans, of course, being like, you don't speak for me. I'm like, all right. Easy. All right. Settle down. Settle down. <laughs> uh, literally. All right. Uh, but it actually ended up on the For You page of uh, this person uh, locally here. And he reached out to me and said, hey, uh, loved your video. I'm actually looking for a radio co-host. You know, would you be interested in oh, coming wow. up? Um, and I was like, hey, why not? So I, I did sports radio in Newport Beach for a year after that. So it just awesome. Wow, that's just, really cool. Yeah. So it's a it's a fun. That's I think the best part of that story is that it's literally a video that didn't do that well. Like didn't it's not do that well. But someone someone the right person saw it. It's all that matters. Exactly. You never know who's going to see your content, which is also kind of terrifying because there's times where I literally like make a fool of myself, like reenact Endgame or <laughs> yeah. reenact, you know, a scene from the Dark Knight. And I was like, you know, if this ends up on somebody's For You page that I know, like, you got to let go of that. When yeah, exactly. When you're in the space, you are like, I don't care what people think about me, but it's one thing to be like, yo, if you knew me and you saw me doing that, you're like, all right, Annie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, like, like that, that, you have to like remove any sort of like, you know, secondhand embarrassment of someone knowing and just oh, like totally. tossing it out. Can't have that. Exactly. Exactly. At this point, listen, it, it, I feel like that just kind of holds you back too, mm -hmm. especially in sports where you're putting out hot takes and you're, you're like oh, speaking yeah. your mind on things all the time. <laughs> and you got to let go of the, the, the fear of like people giving you shit. You got to let go of people not agreeing with you because it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to disagree with you. Somebody's going to say, you don't know ball. Somebody's going to say, you know, your takes are trash. Like you just got to, you're like, Hey, I know you know, my argument has base. I know, you know, mm -hmm. I've watched this game for so long. I know I have something to say. Like, if you're, there's going to be people that disagree with you. And No, I mean, I think it's great. I mean, we've tried to, I think at least yeah. I have to speak for myself. I'm sure Ethan's on the same thing. I think from most of the stuff that we've uh, had, at least 
fifty percent of people are like you are an idiot. You have no clue yeah. what you're talking about. People hate Clark and I. <laughs> no, I mean I, I get it. I do. I mean, you know, obviously <laughs> there's uh, some cadence to it. You know, when I'm like for like the Albert Pujols thing that we, Cardinals fans are like, oh, you're an idiot. Why wouldn't you want to see him in the home run derby? And the other half where it's like, oh, that's fine. I get it. So you know, it's just yeah. the yeah. Some kind of risk going into it. It's so funny because people get like so triggered over the littlest oh, thing. Like, it's not it's not a big deal. Exactly. It's, it's the all-star game. It's the home run derby. Yeah, it's like, a it home run derby. Is it really gonna affect the life? Probably not. No, Just not. let it go. Al, I'm sure Albert Pujols would prefer like the weekend off, honestly. Yeah, or, seriously. Like, <laughs> he would I, you think at age 42 he wants to be out there taking like a three minutes worth of hacks? No, yeah, he probably no. would be sitting on a beach somewhere if he could. Yeah, for with a week his kids he... or something. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So That's I'm sure he's not losing sweat over what I have to say. So you probably shouldn't either. So <laughs> Cardinals like, fans Yo. hate us, Clark. Though. Well, it's my fault. It's my fault. But I don't really care that much. So <laughs> in the Albert Pools, man, Cardinals fans hate us. Well, That's you know, if someone has to say it. Someone has to say it. Someone has to be the idiot well, of the group. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm the it right now with my we should shorten the season take just a little yes, bit ago, but someone else to um, call every once in a while. It's okay, we switch. <laughs> Annie, we have we have a fan ask question over in, in our YouTube live stream. So this is friends of the show, Drew Code Stock, and so they're asking you what is your goal you're pushing for with your large following. What's the end game? That's a good question. I feel like I. That's been the fun part about this is kind of figuring mm -hmm. out what exactly I want to do. And I think Endgame would, would ugh, I can't talk. Endgame for me, I want to be an analyst. I want to contribute mm -hmm. to the conversation. I don't want to be like a mm -hmm. host. I feel like that's kind of the token place you put a female when you have a lot of talk shows. You know, you got the Molly, you got a, what's her name on? Uh, uh, Joy Taylor with Colin Coward. Joy Taylor, I forget. It was Joy. I don't. I was thinking of the girl before Joy Taylor. Who's the one oh. on uh, Good Morning Football? Um, oh, Kay Adams she? moved on. I don't know if Kay Adams is. Oh, but, maybe. But you I got and you got Sam Ponder on a you know Sunday NFL Countdown. You know mm -hmm. you got the Maria. Well, Maria Taylor did a little bit more. I would say. She yeah, a little bit more. Certainly. Leveled into more of a an analytical role when she was talking basketball. But mm -hmm. I really want to be like at the table, at the conversation. But I also, I enjoy creating fun content too. So mm -hmm. I would love to find something that is a great balance of both where I, you know, my opinions respected and I put myself out there, you know, put all my opinions, ideas, but also, you know, sports are fun at the end of the day. Yeah. And I feel like it's the fun sports yeah. content. It's the memes. It's the, you know, the edited stuff that, you know, some of these outlets or even just fans do that makes it fun and engaging on the internet. So I, some kind of balance of that would be end game mm -hmm. for me. Uh, I don't really see okay. that being ESPN. I don't really see that being, you know, a major network, mm -hmm. but um, I'm kind of open to what, where the internet evolved, where things evolve yeah. to, I guess, in the company. Yeah. Let me ask you this really quick, just, you know, out of curiosity, say someone from the Anaheim Ducks or someone from the LA Dodgers came up and they said, Hey, Annie, we really want you to be an analyst for us on like our pre post game. Which one would you rather do of those two? If you had to choose one, Dodgers. that would be tough. Um, I do have a Dodgers tattoo, so I feel like I should probably, oh, there it that. Is, maybe. But, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like the ducks I would take just Duck because okay. I'm, I'm very passionate about mm -hmm. the growth of hockey in Southern California. 
Um, nice. I love the sport. I love the game. I think this team is going to be very exciting in the coming years. They've got mm-hmm. a lot of great young talent in that team, specifically Trevor Zegras, who's going to be mm-hmm. an absolute superstar. And I want to be a part. I want to be a part of that. I want to come help bring people back into Honda Center and make it as electric as it was, you know, not too long ago. So I think that would be that would be the route I would take. That would be the route. All right, I cool. like it. I like it. And then just one other quick, yeah, one other quick question. I was talking about this today, and I even thought about it. What do you think about Johnny Gaudreau leaving Calgary? Johnny Gaudreau leaving Calgary. Ah, uh, see. that's the tough thing for free agents is you know they get yeah they have their choice of where they want to go and Johnny Gaudreau he scored 40 goals last year Mm -hmm. 115 points he's a playmaker like elite guys like that do not hit the free market often very often they don't if a team has you know the cap flexibility to do that they should absolutely go after him I am shocked he went to Columbus uh, Were you shocked? Very shocked it there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think there's other teams that you know, kind of in the Northeast, where he's from South Jersey. And yeah. The Flyers would not. Everyone was like, "Oh, he's going to go to Philadelphia." He's not going yeah. to Philadelphia. Yeah. For one, no cap room. They have some awful contracts in there, and two, their team is god awful. Like, yeah. there's no future there. So, if you're going to win a Stanley Cup, you're not going to go to the Philadelphia Flyers, unless yeah, you exactly. really are passionate about being a Flyer, which. Honestly, with that fan base, I don't know who would Yeah, be, I don't know. But... I feel like Philly just in general will be a tough one, especially Flyers, too. Yeah. It's just like mm. – Philly's a tough place to play, oh, I think. Brutal. Specifically football, I, I feel like I – Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe less so – I mean, maybe – I mean, you'd have to ask one of the Philadelphia Phillies, I'm sure. But I feel like – I mean, you could ask, also ask Ben Simmons, too. He didn't really get a fair – I <laughs> didn't get a click there too much. <laughs> but – the Devils were an option there. The Devils apparently threw the kitchen sink at him and were offering north of $10 million a year for eight years. They've got a lot of great young talent there. Mm-hmm. Are they a stand- are they a playoff team? Not yet, but mm-hmm. well on their way. The Islanders, a team not far from South Philly, also another great team. It's, it's peculiar. It's definitely an interesting yeah. move to go to Columbus. But I think, you know, obviously – environment is important he's also married i think his wife still works as a children's hospital nurse in columbus okay. is a great um, hospital great a children's hospital one oh, of the best cool. i believe in the country if i'm not mistaken so probably having that in mind it was family i watched his press conference today and he was very like kind of he made it seem like a family decision that it was mm-hmm. him and his wife together so but other than that he really didn't disclose much but it's mm-hmm. hard playing in for one the canadian taxes yeah you're from the united states but a canadian market is so hard for a player like it is like that's life to them that's football mm-hmm. for football in the united oh, states yeah. is hockey mm-hmm. in canada yeah. you know it's junior hockey is high school football for them like it's just yeah all eyes are on you you cannot escape you are the you're the you're the you're lebron the james you're the you're nfl quarterbacks of those mm-hmm. cities especially of calgary so yeah I, I don't blame him at all uh, for wanting to move on. I mean, there's times in everybody's life, you know, you need to change a scenery, but it's absolutely shocking and a hell of a blow to the Calgary Flames. I mean, oh yeah, it, it just, uh, how where do you go from here? That's the thing is you were planning to offer this guy the world and you got to say, well, now what? You were expected up until two days ago that he was going to re-sign with you. Exactly. You've got some restricted free agents. You've got a lot of decisions to be made and – you're like, okay, well, all right. Board. Just they just ripped that band-aid off right there with their best player heading out pretty much. So it's like you gotta try to pivot, see what you can do. So 
I feel like it's always a tough thing. That's what GMs are paid the big money to do, though. So we will see what they do. But it's hard. I mean, you make it to the second round of the playoffs, and you – I don't know who they bring in to – try and replicate that success but no i mean that's one of those things when you have a star player of that caliber it's not something you can just replicate with one player it's probably trying to patchwork it with a couple guys around it so totally i mean and after i mean the guy i mean listen he did what he had as far as uh contract year i mean scoring 40 goals in the national hockey league is no it's it was a great year he did what he had to do to go out and get his money which i believe he took less money even to go to columbus as opposed to what calgary and uh the devils were offering him so it's uh so then maybe you're, I think it could be spot on then with the whole like family decision. If it really has, if his his wife's a nurse and they really want to go to one of the best children's yeah. hospitals, it probably could have been a great family decision for him then. So probably. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's, that's his decision. He's entitled yeah. to it. Uh, so obviously, you know, wish him all the best. He's a good American born player. We love, we <laughs> love seeing our USA hockey boys thrive, but uh, mm-hmm. that Columbus team could be interesting to watch. I, yeah, I don't think they're a playoff team, even with Johnny Gaudreau, but We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll you never know. Never you know. never know. Okay, Annie. So I want to steer the conversation a little bit back to TikTok because this All is right. my favorite question to ask people. Oh gosh. What is your favorite hate comment you've ever gotten? Like, what's <laughs> what's one comment that you look at and like you don't even know how to respond because it's just so funny? I my favorite, honestly. There's and this is a genre of them. So I get told constantly that I look like different men like literally really like who um i've gotten phil bickford uh which is funny uh it's the hair Uh, i used to have a lot blonder hair like last year so people are like is this phil bickford and i'm like oh my gosh i got max muncie um back no come on oh that's brutal that's absurd which i make fun of it like i i do like i reply to the comment and then i go in front of the screen and i'm like yeah no no. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've gotten Dave Mustaine. I've gotten, oh, what did I get recently? Um, shoot. Ugh. Man, I got, Clay Matthews. I got Clay, you got Clay Matthews. I got Clay Matthews because I'm guessing because of the long hair. Long kind of, you hair. Know, long hair yeah. It's any long blonde haired person, uh, any long blonde haired male athlete, I've gotten it. So, damn, dude. Anytime. <laughs> and, and it's always Crazy. like, and it's funny because I'm a big classic rock fan. So when someone said, you look like your young Dave Mustaine, I'm like, yo, you probably meant this to insult me, but this is kind that's of a compliment. Appreciate <laughs> you know, that. Yeah. <laughs> Which honestly, that's the best way to reply to those things. Like they mm-hmm. say that to, you know, obviously try to get under your skin, but at the end of the day, you're like, yo. <laughs> Roll with the punches. Yeah. Feel, yeah. Roll with the punches. For one, I look nothing like any of these guys, but well, exactly. you, know, you see the hair yeah. and I'll take it. But those ones are always entertaining. I, I get a brutal. I get a good kick out of those. Um. So then my next question for you is obviously Clark and I are males and we are putting out absurd. Well, not to us it's absurd, but to the general public it seems absurd and is received not the best always. So what is it like for you putting out sports content into a sea of male fourteen year old boys? <laughs> I've been meaning to ask too, because uh, I know uh, Dodger Dodger TikTok shows up big, so I oh, yeah. I don't even oh, want to know yeah. the kind of comments you got on that video. Uh, <laughs> Just but, give it a scroll, man. People yeah. are mad. Well, I'll tell you what they. Uh, before you get into your, I'll tell you one of the weirdest ones we got. There was some dude who was, you know, he commented on there when we like, you know, the zero comment or whatever blocked yeah. the number. 
he was like, oh, post your girlfriends on here or else I don't believe you talk to women. And I was like, I'm not going to post a photo or a video of my girlfriend on here, sir. So let's stay well, away from that. You're like, no, no, we're no, not gonna I don't think it's going to happen. You crazy. The favorite for you, sir, with no profile picture, you, yeah. were, you know, six, two, five, seven, you know, a bunch of digits. No. Yeah, I think we're that. not going to do that. But yeah. I, I appreciate the question, though. So yeah. it's also like take a joke. Like, it, yeah. it ain't that deep. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the funniest part about that thread is so he's like, oh, post your girlfriends or whatever, which my fiance has been on the show before. Like, it would not be that hard to find her. And yeah, second of go. all, the top comment was Clark's girlfriend saying that she was that she was a Dodgers fan. Thing. And then I replied with my personal account to it. So like people could have easily figured it out. Yeah. But they just put in so little effort to where it's just like, and this person commented probably already when it had like 3000 comments. So they had to like look through our entire thing to like post their, their comment. Good times. Uh, it's funny. Like there's times where, you know, TikTok will do its thing and like totally cancel like somebody or like a small yeah. business. But then there's times where like, it, it's really, if they wanted to find something they could and they just don't. I think yeah. And they're yeah. just like, uh, not going to do it today. Not exactly. Do it. You're like, you got to decide what's worth, what's worth the effort. What's not. Uh, but Oh, the answer. Oh, what was the original question? Like content yeah, comments or. Oh, it was, it was, what was your favorite comment? Oh, wait, we already asked that. What yeah, was you already asked that one. Yeah, we already asked that one. Uh, what was that? Oh, it was, what's it like being a woman in like the sea oh. of all of these male sports fans? It's, uh, uh, I, not, to, not to say it's humbling, um, but it feels like there's like 14-year-old guys and then there's like middle-aged, like 40, 50-year-olds. Like that's the mix of comments that you get. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's... I think the biggest kind of indication of that, and this is just, I feel like being a woman in sports is yeah. I put out a ranking, I put out a take, you know, mm-hmm. and they don't just, dis- they disagree with it. It's like women don't know sports. It's, you know, you get crucified for it. A guy puts out a similar take and doesn't get nearly as, ha- mm-hmm. as much, nearly as much hate, which that kind of, it does it surprise me. No. Is it okay? Also no. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You gotta, I mean, for me, like, I grew up with four brothers, so I'm very used to being chirped. They, I got thick skin, nonetheless, which you have to have mm-hmm. to one, put out content yeah. on TikTok. Like, if you, if you don't, if you can't take a joke, if you can't take a couple jabs or, you know, somebody coming after you, like, it's probably not the app for you. I think social mm-hmm. media in general isn't for you, but especially working in sports, because if people don't agree with you, they will attack your appearance. They'll attack, you know, they'll, they'll find little, they'll nitpick things to mm-hmm. attack about you. So it's uh, you never really know what you're going to get, especially with like guesses. And like when I make predictions and things like that, you know, mm-hmm. which I mean, at the end of the day, we're all just, we're not psychics. We can't tell the future. No, exactly. unless, no, not at all. Like, that's why when you're making like season, you know, preview predictions, like mm-hmm. how people are going to fall, you know, what, what's the order, whether, what are the standings going to be, you know, come playoff time, you know, playoff brackets and, you know, award winners and things like that. You know, it, it some people seem to forget like, Hey, none of us are mind readers. None of us actually have any clue. Yeah. You can look at all the numbers, analytics, which I do. You know, I think Mm -hmm. that's one of the most fun parts about it. You can kind of like put the numbers side by side and kind of figure out, be like, okay, like I like the way this roster's built. But at the end of the day, like there's injuries that come into factor. There's, you know, God, there's COVID now. There's so many things come into play or somebody just has a 
down year it happens and you can't predict that so and that's like fantasy football too mm-hmm. where you can draft the most perfect team and then of course week two i i had saquon barkley on my team oh, in 2019 uh, week two to so uh that was great and that's always my that. luck too every time but you know it's that's why it's easy no it's easy to let you know when people kind of try and come and attack you and things like that but at the end of the day it's like i'm gonna put this out in the universe and you know mm-hmm. hey one way you can look at hate comments too it's like hey it's helping the algorithm it's it's pushing it out to more people yeah. the more times people share it and comment the more people the more you know yeah, more, more, more people are gonna see it pushed out too so yeah. i don't know you gotta you know it's obviously there's sometimes some that cross the line of course and, I, and i'm very good about that where you mm-hmm. know anything misogynist, anything, you know, racist, homophobic, you know, which yeah. unfortunately, unfortunately, especially in the sports space, we still see, um, no, I sure. am really good about, you know, I don't tolerate any of that, no. but you know, it's kind of at that rate, you know, when you're putting something out on TikTok, you kind of have to say, well, whatever is going to come is going to come. Whatever, yep. Yeah. No, I think it's definitely just and in four. I always feel like it's, so I would have thought with so much time going on. I mean, I know some of those things you talked about, especially just misogyny, homophobic i mean and just racism would have gone away from most of this by now in any sense but for some reason it continues to persist and i always just is like mind-boggling me i don't understand that so yeah but you also get the of course you know every there's so many times where like men will try and come into the comments and like mansplain to me like what the job of a general manager is and how trades work i'm like (laughs) listen listen <laughs> you're not gonna do this here yeah but or like they'll go on like rants like things i didn't ask about like explaining why i'm wrong i'm like all right like you cool. go on your little soapbox you have your moment there that's yeah. fine but you know people they i don't know i've said this already but like the people get triggered by the littlest things and you know yeah if they got a moment where they disagree with you or they think they know more than you about something they're gonna make their opinion known which is fine like for me i just keep scrolling i'm like yo yeah cool thanks for that i don't have the time to stop and calm unless it's something positive unless it's like you know something engaging yeah i I really don't yeah that totally makes sense so let's move into to your dodger fandom a little bit all right. So, so we talked about hockey. So let's get it. Let's dive into baseball because we got All Star Weekend coming up. Uh, so Clark actually just put out a take. This was from our last show where he said Trey Turner shouldn't be the starting shortstop. How do you feel about that as as a Dodger fan? He thinks Dansby Swatson should have been the starter. I think Dansby should be. Dansby's having the better year, is he not? Dansby at see look that was the thing I, I let me preface it with this i think they're both definitely all-stars no question yeah. great players yeah. i just looked at it overall from you know an f4 ops defensive war and total war standpoint dansby's been a little bit better it's extremely yeah. close it's like shaving yeah. hairs but i just felt that dansby was just a touch better so far than trey turner i mean trey's the sexier name sexier oh, i mean well actually if yeah depending on which woman you ask it's probably (laughs) but uh you know it's the all-star games in la i'm really not surprised they they no i'm not who's also having a you know he's having a great great year year. it is but i probably gives another reason for for braves fans to hate the dodgers right (laughs) maybe (laughs) just this year just a little bit this year yeah and so uh, let me I, ask, yeah, so another Dodger-related question that I've seen pop up a lot is there's this traction to get um, Clayton Kershaw to start the game. 
Now, is that something you think should happen over guys that have had a better year? Or is it something that you're like, ah, you know, I'm, I don't need to see that. It is what it is. Or would you like him to have that cool moment of in you Dodger know, Stadium? Knowing Clayton, and I don't know Clayton personally, but knowing mm-hmm. him as a fan of the Dodgers for my entire life, I take it as, you know, if it happens, cool. If not, mm-hmm. you know, it is no big deal. He's not going to cry about it to I'm sleep sure at night. Um, I'm, and I feel like I'm the wrong person to ask this question to because my hot take is that I really don't care about the all-star game. <laughs> That's to, fair enough. That's fair I'm enough. Not, listen, I think it's a fan event. I think mm-hmm. it's awesome. I think it's great for the growth of the game. But do I think when, you know, when you're looking at a hall of fame case, should you be looking at a five-time all-star? I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, that's a fan vote. I mean, it's a fair point. It's a, it's a fan vote. It is a Tatis fan vote. Was le- Tatis was what? Third or fifth in shortstop voting? He hasn't played. Game. Like, come on. Come no, I, I, that is a great point. It is a great point. Yeah. It, is, it, oh, it, it boils fair. down to is a popularity contest. So. Totally. Absolutely. I mean, and. It, that's why I was honestly shocked at Chris Taylor. Well, he was the he was in like the last yeah push there last year for the All Star game. But mm-hmm. like Chris Taylor is not a guy you really think about when you think of an All Star. But he no. damn well you think of a solid one. player, utility player for sure. Absolutely. So it's just you know it's one of those things where like I I love the idea for a fan event. I think it's great. Like I mm-hmm. I do believe in you know please chime in if you disagree. I do think that it's important to have one player from each club represented. I know yeah. you want to think about, no, really you know, you want to have like the best talent there, but I just don't think that that's where the all-star game is now. It's mm-hmm. definitely more of a fan marketing event and you want to have, you know, fan, you know, fan bases are more likely to tune in if they have one of their players present. For sure. So I, I think that's important to have. And it was a big topic of discussion for the NHL all-star game this past year mm-hmm. because Nathan McKinnon had stated that he thinks there should be like five players on the Colorado avalanche who should be all-stars. And while Mm -hmm. granted, I don't disagree with him, but I also Mm -hmm. think like if somebody wanted to watch five players from the Colorado avalanche, they could just watch a Colorado avalanche. Yeah. Like the point of the all-star game is like, Hey, you know, the league's coming together. It's the best talent from each team. I think that's important. So I, I know it gets, especially the hockey fans get mad at me for that take, but I really, no, I, I think, I think the skills no, I competition, think really I think the home run derby is fun. I love, mm-hmm. that's probably my favorite part about it, but the game itself, like the guys aren't trying, like the guy, they're just trying not to get hurt. Exactly. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Cause they used to, this is something they've gone away with. Would you like it or be more interested if they brought back whoever won got home field advantage in the world series? No. No, wouldn't no. draw back. I, I liked that. I did when I was a kid. I thought because the stakes were higher and you the actually stakes were higher. Walk. Yeah. But like, if you if what if, if you if your team finished with the better record and you still had to go on the road, like because of yeah, the All Star game, I'd be pissed. Yeah, I think yeah. That, that's a good point. I always thought I, that was an entertaining aspect of it. But oh, again, totally. if you were like 115 wins and you're playing some wild card team that sneaked in at 90 and you have to go there for home yeah, field advantage, sure. you'd be like, what the hell is this shit? Yeah. You know? Totally. I totally. I would have been like, no, they're not doing that because of the All Star yeah. game. Really? Like some of these guys are just trying to play like not to get hurt. So. Oh, exactly. I... Yeah. Um, let me ask you a question because this is something I I was wondering beforehand. I should have asked you before the show. Did you go to the NHL draft? Did I go to the NHL draft this past in Montreal? No, I did not. Oh, I thought you posted a video where it seemed like you were getting on a plane and you were talking about the NHL draft. Oh, I said um, I was flying to Nashville and 
I, oh, okay. the entire draft was going on while I was in the air. And so I, I was see. like, Hey, if, if, you know, the ducks trade anybody, cause that was, you know, the ducks, ducks goalie, John Gibson has been really, he's always talked about in trade mm-hmm. conversations, but I said, if they trade him while I am in the air, surrounded by, a, you know, hundreds of strangers, uh, that will not end well for me. But or if they do something absolutely nuts, but uh, the, an airplane would be the last place I would want to be when a blockbuster trade happens. Oh, it'd be the worst. Place. You couldn't even know. You couldn't hardly text anyone. You wouldn't even be able to be, like communicate that you know this is going on. I would just be screaming, and I'd, like people, would, I'd be dragged off the plane, like air marshal arrest. It would just, it would not be good. Like, yeah, I, this is always. This is funny. I'll, I'll tell you this. So my parents before were, were huge Houston Oilers fans, big time. Okay. Um, they got on the plane when they were playing Buffalo. I don't know if you remember this Houston Oilers versus Buffalo game. I want to say it was like the 91 AFC, not the 91, but one of the AFC championship games. They went onto the plane. Houston was up by four touchdowns. Okay. They get off the plane. I believe the score was like 31-3 at halftime. They get off the plane. Their buddy's like, did you see what happened? And they're like, no. And they're like, Buffalo came back and won. And my dad was like, you're lying. That didn't happen. Like, there's just no way they would lose that game. He missed the whole time flight in the air. They got off. Buffalo had come back, four touchdowns down. They beat Warren Moon and the Oilers teams. And this is Frank Reich. Frank, yeah, he could not believe it. So I'm like, that's my nightmare scenario is going up on a plane and like somehow not know what's going on. Granted, it's a different time now. You can have anyone on the plane. Right. But just to not be able to communicate with anyone of like, oh my God, you have to be kidding me, would be devastating. So I totally get what you're saying with the whole like trade on there when that happens. Oh, yeah. Couldn't I imagine. Would, you think about it, we're spoiled now where like most airplanes have TVs. Mm-hmm. I, my flight back from Nashville didn't have Wi Fi. I was like, this is miserable. Like, yeah. This is I'm like bone crushing. Literally, I'm like scrolling through Spotify. I'm like going through my phone album. I'm like, okay, what photos can I delete? Like, yeah. <laughs> damn it. I just want. Just want, just want to TV. see what's going on. Especially, <laughs> I do like a good flight back on Sunday during football season because then you just prop up. Oh, yeah. You can just look at it and be like, all right, that's what I'm doing for the football. flight. And, you, know, you, got, you move over to the seat. If it's a long flight, you move games if you need to. It's yeah, exactly. Good. Ooh, you know, here's one question I do want to ask because I know how much you are into, like, you know, obviously as a consecrated woman in the men's sports world. I was wondering, though, down here in San Diego, because I've been really big on it, and I was wondering for so long why NBC7 and the local athletes weren't covering them more. But have you been able to go out to San Diego Wave Games this year with the women's soccer team with Alex Morgan? Because I've been to one, and it is so electric. I don't know why they don't get more recognition here than they are right now. I haven't been to one yet, but it's on my list. I keep seeing like posts about it. I have friends that have gone. I, I need to make a point to get out there, though, because I've seen – it looks like an absolute blast. And Alex Morgan, I mean, oh. I'd go watch her play soccer. Oh, exactly. So, I mean, I was just curious because, I mean, I think uh, that's one league that's like blown up in terms of women's sports. I think the NWSL definitely. has gotten extremely popular. It's been awesome to see. And the growth in San Diego itself has been really cool. So I was just wondering, yeah, if you'd gone out to a game, if you had a chance to see him yet. Nothing yet. Um, I would say the biggest, I see a lot of SEALs games. A big SEALs San Diego fun. SEALs. Those are fun. Ah, those Fox are great. Lacrosse. Yes. San, San Diego Sports Arena is an absolute dump. It needs to be. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, is so bad. I it's can't the, believe they haven't redone it. I can't believe they the haven't knocked it down. It looks the exact same as when we were kids. Like, oh. literally, I remember going to, like, God knows how many, like, Disney on Ice, like, all the shows <laughs> we'd go to as kids, and it looks exactly the same. Same the chairs. Best games, 
the best games game. to watch there though is the the goals games the oh. minor league caught the goals games Hell are yeah. oh electric oh, factory yeah. going to those you're I a ducks fan going to those. i am that's the ducks farm team yeah, yeah. come on you can keep up over here no that's what i was saying you're, you're a ducks fan that's probably <laughs> why you go a lot Absolutely. it's like clark going to lake elsinore storm games yes occasionally gotta show, gotta show support <laughs> to the young guys out there see what's going on and that that uh single a affiliate look james wood's coming up man watch out single so, a, uh, yo i i remember when like you learn about you you figure out you want to work in sports and mm-hmm. people are like oh yeah you usually start out in the minor leagues and you learn like what these people do like at single and double a ball and you're like jesus christ <laughs> this is terrible <laughs> you got the GM pulling the tarp and shooting the t-shirt cannons it's crazy. exactly <laughs> that's working in sports that's the glamour baby you yeah think, he, like, actually Jerry Mag- you think like jerry Maguire, and you're out there like wearing the mascot costume exactly it's a it's a complete 180 from what you actually think it's gonna be Totally. And you think, oh, the athletes get paid millions of dollars. Like, oh, the money's got to be good. No, not, not for you. <laughs> no. No, here's a question for you, though. This is always a fun one, too. Obviously, I'm sure you've been to a ton of sporting events all over the time. Plenty. Yep. Is there one that sticks out to you that's just like, that was terrible? Like, either the experience oh. was just absolutely, or like the venue was just awful. You're like, this, Ooh. what is even going on? That's a good question. Um... I think the venue itself, terrible. I mean, any game at Qualcomm Stadium was oh, Qualcomm's a toughie. Qualcomm was like Qualcomm sucked, fucking, but it was like I sitting in a Chargers. cinder block. Like exactly. just, it was an ode to concrete, as I called it. Literally, it was so literally. bad. I mean, sports um, arena is horrible, though. Sports arena is bad. Um, ooh, the only I love Dodger Stadium, but I remember the one time I personally hate day baseball games because i hate sitting out in the sun it's on the show last time i hate it i hate day games i i want to be cool i i want to go when it's i want to do happy hour i want to go pre-game and then dinner at the ballpark and have it be nighttime like perfect beautiful i don't want to be sitting out at a one o'clock start sweating my ass off and like <laughs> getting a sunburn oh you're kidding you you're telling me you don't love that you're not sweat doesn't get you up in the morning a nice 101 no, bacon in those like, plastic no. seats no. what about on a wednesday when they're wednesday day games uh, yeah no i mean makes hell, work though by quicker I live <laughs> they are in so bad I lived in Chicago too and I feel like the exception to that is the Friday afternoon games which I still I didn't like but mm-hmm. I didn't like being there on a Friday afternoon but like going out and then going to a ball game it's like it's still a sellout crowd I'm like don't you people work like yeah. <laughs> meanwhile I'm sitting there I was like oh yeah I should be working too <laughs> but like I get that aspect where it's just like tradition there and that's mm-hmm. pretty cool but other than that no I, I, I'm not sitting I got fair skin. I'm Irish. I'm not. Yeah. I, I'm not risking a. I'm not risking a sunburn to watch baseball <laughs> when I can wait a few hours. No. Well, there you go. There you got someone who's on you your go. side, Ethan, with no more day baseball. I knew it. I knew there's I other want, people. I want to be drinking. Plus, you want to be hydrated and you're you want to drink water. I want to be pounding beers. I want to be drinking. <laughs> you know, cut water margaritas. I want. You know, and it's just when you're sitting out in the sun, you're like you got to. You got to work with water in there, which water is so and alcohol. Lame. I'm like, hey. Listen, yeah. I don't need, don't this. need this. This is too much yeah. work. Yeah, seriously. I want one beverage. I don't need to worry about the hydration levels when I'm doing this. Exactly. Exactly. And like passing out, like, don't want to worry about that. Yeah, either. seriously. I don't need an <laughs> IV stuck in there because I'm low on fluids. I just want to enjoy yeah. the cut water and get right. things going. The players, the players have to wear sunglasses. They, you Ugh. know, 
I don't get the baseball players that still wear the Under Armour underneath and it's like hot as Hades outside. I was like, I how either. are you not sweating? What are you doing? I don't know. There's like Trent Grisham, the center fielder for the Padres, religiously will wear it. Like they were in Chicago, whatever it was, a couple weeks ago. They said it was like 100 degrees of humidity and he's mm-hmm. out there in like a turtleneck sleeve. I'm like, what is wrong? Why Absolutely are we doing not. this? Yeah. He, the, my man's going to the locker room, like laying down. Like, yeah, seriously. <laughs> And then All coming right. back out being like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good at my turtleneck. It's fine. Yeah. Seriously, don't worry about it. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's like you're sweating a lot. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> you sure? You look a little. No. You're almost falling over there, Trent. No, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Don't worry. Don't worry. Knocks over the sunflowers. <laughs> it's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Start to dry heaving. Just take the just... turtleneck. No. Yeah. No, I can't. It looks so good. They're in right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's wrap up today's show. Uh, thank you, Annie, for coming on. It's yeah, such an Annie, honor for it. you to be on. So before I let you plug all your stuff, we actually have a comment, same person, Drew Code, and they sent you something nice that we talked about hate comments earlier. And so they wrote you, as someone with daughters, it's awesome to see a female talk sports and chases what you're passionate about. Awesome. So I just wanted to leave you on that note. Uh, yeah. so Annie, how can we, how can we get to know you better? Where, where can we follow you? Where can we like you? Things like that. Uh, you can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at sweet Annie OD. Uh, pretty active on all three of those platforms, uh, mainly sports, but maybe I like classic rock. I like, uh, I like, I mean, I'm from San Diego, so I like an occasional like sunset you know good mexican food like style picture so you'll, you'll get a little <laughs> bit of that um not so much on tiktok tiktok i pretty much stick to sports but and i'm actually relaunching my podcast tonight od on sports that you can listen to on any platform super excited about that a long long hiatus that had unfortunately had to happen due to work but we're back mm-hmm. and i can't be uh, that's how i got my start so i'm very yeah. excited to to get back to that and uh get back to my original love child, I guess I should say, but, uh, yeah, uh, shoot me a follow, uh, comment. I love talking sports. I love meeting and interacting with fans from all over the country, all over the world. So I think that's one of the best parts about, you know, sports media and social media in general is just bringing people together. It obviously brought me onto your show here and I'm so honored. And this was an absolute blast chopping it up with you guys. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Uh, so what is your, what is the episode about? What are you recording about tonight? Uh, we're going to talk NHL free agency, going to talk a little bit of, there was some news today with, uh, did you guys see the Doug Gottlieb is getting uh, sued by, <laughs> by Freddie Freeman's agent? Yes, I did see that. So uh, we'll touch on that a little bit. Um, and I want to talk about this quarterback ranking um, that was released this week. Um, I, oh, I, yeah. I mentioned before I, we hit the record button that I, I get my cardio in by defending Lamar Jackson year round. Um, it, it, it ages me immensely. <laughs> to defend that man because people just love to hate him, love to hate him and disrespect him, even when he's not in the conversation, like at all. Um, So we got to do that again tonight. And that's a, that's a perfect way to honestly re, you know, come back and, uh, and uh, revive ourselves on a podcast is defend Lamar Jackson. (laughs) Um, But it should be, that's the one thing I like about my podcast is as much as like, I love specific sports. I like talking about everything mm-hmm. and I didn't want to like niche down. So, and it's really like you guys, you know, you talk baseball, you talk football, you know, you talked a little hockey today too. So, Hey, yeah, no, gotta work <laughs> yeah. it in there. Gotta work it in there. Obviously. Of course. Of course.
Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to listening to it. I'll be. Uh, I'll make sure to watch and give it a listen on Spotify or tomorrow. So be looking I for appreciate it. I appreciate it. Of and course. I, I can't. I, and this is you guys are on YouTube and everything with this, and obviously we're pretty much on everything. Uh, yeah. So it's my summer. Uh, for those that don't know, I'm a school teacher. I've said it a couple of times. So this is my summer right now. So I'm just grinding to get stuff out there. Um, yeah, we're available on pretty much every platform. We post on YouTube, we post on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you need to find us. Uh, TikTok's by far our biggest platform, so make sure to follow us. And on a side thing, if you comment on any of our videos that that athlete beat us at giving and we're not athletic. Yeah, we got one of those today. That's the name of the podcast. Yeah. It's called From the Backseat because we are backseat drivers. We know that you yeah. need to tell us. <laughs> no, it's not, it doesn't hurt like, us. It doesn't hurt us. My like, one-year college baseball good... does not make me anything. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we know it. We know that they would absolutely run us at anything. Old so. did. I'm yeah. not beating Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. He's coming to the A-gap. I'm going the other way with him. Literally. <laughs> yes. It's like, yo, man, I'll chase yeah, out. Yeah, I'll join. I'll join for the jog. <laughs> yeah, they're like Albert Pujols would beat you guys up, and it's like, yeah, obviously, yeah. like, yeah, he's I mean, keep. If I if I did a home run versus Albert, always gonna beat me. No way. The guy's got <laughs> really? seven hundred career bombs. Gonna outslug me. Oh, who would have thought? Thanks for telling me. Yeah, fourteen year olds always keeping you humble. Exactly. I'd understand. It's just, it's just hilarity. But yeah, so make sure to follow us wherever you can. Um, yes. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram. And we don't keep up with that much, so it's not that important. Make sure to do TikTok. That's our video. It's a dying platform anyway. I said what I said. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I'll take it itself. It's... I think I just don't get it. I don't get reels. Our reels don't do, like I post the same video that goes on TikTok onto reels and it just doesn't do reels. Good, so. Reels reels are just in our TikToks that were popular two months ago that's yeah yeah pretty much every pretty time much. i go on i see a reel i was like oh this was a trend what two months ago cool yeah right. it's literally cool. two our friends will send me like reels and i'll be like i saw this on tiktok three months yeah, ago it's old news and they're like oh i'm not on tiktok i was like well you're, you're three months behind then yeah so. yeah so this has been our show thank you for listening uh make sure to come back next time and yeah thank you see you next time folks thanks for having me